I've been thinking a lot about community um, and building and maintaining relationships and I've been feeling really disconnected from a lot of my relationships and especially any kind of semblance of community. Um, And it's really hard to admit that And it's really hard trying to figure out how to say that to the people in my life. I I don't I don't feel like I say these things out loud enough to myself where I even know like how to frame it for people Um, you know, doing this podcast has been really healing in a lot of ways because I have been able to say things out loud that I historically have just kept to myself for any number of reasons. Um, and it has made what I think and feel clearer to me. It has made, um, my needs clearer to me. And in some cases it's made it easier to then find the words for, certain boundaries with people or responses to people um, or expressing in a vulnerable way. Um, And at the same time, I'm still really deeply unpracticed with it and especially in these moments where I feel really disconnected and don't know how to ask for more connection from the people in my life and um, the fact that I'm uprooted at the moment makes that even more difficult because I feel like I'm only able to drop in 
every once in a while and and I feel like I'm just kind of watching other people's lives happen around me or without me and that kind of makes me feel even more excluded and I know no one's doing it intentionally maybe some people are doing it intentionally and I just I don't I can't recognize um, certain I don't know behaviors or I'm misinterpreting things which you know is the case sometimes um, because I miss I miss cues and often if people don't explicitly say things to me I I literally will have no idea and think that if if anything is wrong I'm just making up stories in my head out of you know traumatized responses and it's a whole complicated roller coaster that my brain goes on um Yeah, but I guess I I just, I don't know, it feels uncomfortable to admit that I, I don't know where I stand with people in my life and um, and it's scary to ask. It's really scary to ask. Um, And like people have tons of other things going on in their lives and, you know, I never want to like impose my needs as if, not that they're more important than that, but I, I have a hard time. I guess even risking someone else thinking that I'm trying to make their lives about me, (laughs) which is not the case at all. But then, you know, I end up not saying anything. Um, Because in my mind, you know, when someone's got something going on that's taking up a lot of their time and energy and, you know, just life stuff, I, I don't know, I I take that maybe implicitly as a boundary, like, oh, okay, so I gotta just step back. And 
they'll get to me when they get to me. I don't know. And I'm I'm thinking about this a lot too because I'm I'm going back to New York a couple times, one to work and one to attend a friend's wedding and I just I hate going back there because there's so many people in my life there and I guess I just have this thing where it's like, well, if there are people there, you know, in, in places where I know, then maybe maybe it's an expectation or something, but oh I'll get to, to see all these people and hang out and I won't be alone all the time. Um, but then even, even when I was living in New York, it felt nearly impossible to see people regularly. Um, you know, unless you're living with someone, it's really hard to build and maintain those relationships. And so I hate going back because most of the time I'm just, I'm not able to see anyone unless I'm living with them. And that's really hard for me. It's really lonely and it, you know, and the city is stressful and it's been getting more and more difficult for me to navigate it and it's so expensive. I mean, everywhere is expensive, but like, I don't know, I guess there's something about... (laughs) having to try and find a place in New York even just for a week that just it just feels more unreasonable and exacerbated and maybe it's also because of the loneliness and and everything else it's like why it just feels like too much effort and not worth the cost. And it just sucks. You know, there are a lot of there are a lot of perks to, you know, meeting people now in the way that I am, you know, traveling a lot and kind of just meeting random people that are then sprinkled across the globe. Um, There are definitely perks to that. And at the same time, you know, I come across the same issues of it's hard to build those relationships if I'm not in the place for a prolonged period of time it's just hard to build relationships if you're not 
stable somewhere and I don't know I mean even with with all the people I know and all the people I can reach out to at at any given time it's like you know those connections maybe last for like an hour and then it's over and it's typically still all digital and You know, there's one person I am in touch with every single day. It's my best friend. And there's one other person who I see pretty much every day or every few days. And we play games um, and catch up. But other than that, like, I don't really hear from anybody. Um, And I don't know, maybe I just need to tell people, like, hey, um, can you just check in on me like once a week or something if you don't hear from me? I don't know. I just wish, um, there was more consistent connection and communication with people um, other than like my therapist and my best friend and whoever I randomly meet while, you know, getting a coffee or whatever yeah I don't know It's it's something that's been on my mind a lot recently and has been off and on like th- 
throughout the last few years, maybe even longer. Um, I don't know. I it's it's hard to figure out too, like what what part of the equation is is my responsibility, and do I need to be accountable for, and what is the other person in the relationships, and the other just life being lifey and getting in the way of stuff. I don't know. Like, I want to believe that I can have a fulfilling life and fulfilling connections while, you know, I I live my life traveling and, you know, as a perpetually single person who has really no desire to be in any kind of romantic relationship. I just, uh, I feel like I get glimpses of it, but that's also really hard. I've spent, (laughs) spent so much of my life alone you know, initially from being neglected in my family and having to learn how to just be with myself and survive in that environment. And and it's taken me a while to differentiate between what is me being alone as a coping mechanism or habitual state of being and you know what is me actually needing alone time and enjoying my own company because you know those aspects are very present and very true in my life also and I still want to be involved in people's lives and I want people involved in mine and not not just from like listening to me on the podcast but like actually having those one-on-one conversations with me um Because it's different.
and you know I want to be a good friend to people and I I want to feel really sure and solid that the people in my life can be good friends to me and And in a lot of instances, it feels really murky right now. And I don't know. I don't. I guess I'm just figuring out what more committed relationships look like for me and, you know, are what I need. It's scary. I avoid conflict a lot. Um, you know, when it comes up, I, I feel like I have started to be able to engage more and practice being assertive um, but and I know avoiding conflict just (laughs) ends up creating conflict But sometimes I, I wonder, like, if I'm just making up that there are issues in my head and that if I bring it up, I'm just going to look like an idiot or, like, super needy or something. Or, like, I'm causing drama And not every relationship is going to be the same either. I just don't know if there are like certain standards I need across all relationships and like where the flexibility can be.
I also freeze a lot. Um, you know, I think partially from the CPTSD and partially from autism, like I, I have to rehearse things that I say to people, like whether it's people I know closely or like customer service reps or um, going into a bar or coffee shop like I have I have to rehearse things that to say or responses to have um because I I freeze um and if it it sucks because you know when I maybe get a response back that I wasn't expecting or a question that I wasn't expecting I just I freeze and it takes me a while to process it and um come up with something to say and you know it's a weird moment of like like being <laughs> caught without out the mask um, and not not the mask isn't like I'm hiding myself or like being duplicitous like masking it's it's something people with ADHD and autism do to survive living in the world we live in um, and I am generally excellent <laughs> at masking um, at least on a very superficial level but you know if, uh, I was catching up with a friend the other day and something really horrific happened to him and I just I froze and I felt like a really shitty friend because I didn't know and I still don't know if I I don't feel like I was able to show up for him in that moment because I just got flooded with fear and confusion and I couldn't I couldn't break out of it or say anything other than like that sucks oh my god and sometimes that can be enough but I just I don't it just didn't sit well with me um 
it's just really hard to gauge these things. It's really, <laughs> it's really hard. And especially in moments like that, like I never want to go to the person who is struggling and be like, hey, did I do something wrong or like make it about me in some way when like they literally have bigger fish to fry um, and need less on their plate? And also, like I said before, I, unless people are, are direct and really clear with me, I, I literally just don't know. You know, my, my mom used to call me oblivious, um, usually in front of people. And it's not that I'm oblivious. I'm a deeply observant and perceptive person. It's more that I can't read minds. <laughs> I can't read minds. I can't read a lot of cues. Um, and sometimes if I get a cue, my trauma gets triggered and all of these stories start popping up in my head and it just creates inner conflict in me and I just don't, I shut down. It is really hard to be a human. Fuck. <laughs> It is really hard to be a human alone. It's hard to be a human with other people. Yeah, humaning is, is a lot. Maybe not a, a high note. Maybe just on a higher note, but speaking of high notes, um, I will end it with this. I found an amazing shirt the other day with Whitney Houston on it. And it's got great pictures of her in the front and on the back. It is, it says, I wanna dance with somebody. And um, I bought it and it's really soft and it makes me really happy. And no one could hit high notes like Whitney Houston. So there.
that's that's what I'll end this long winded episode with a little Whitney.